we ask that you speak to us in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Please put your hands together and you may be seated. Why must you be a soul winner? And um, I must say that on Sunday you did your best. It was powerful. Hallelujah. Oh, you should clap for Jesus. But we can always do better. What do you think? So this coming Sunday, do better than last week's Sunday. Amen. Are you here? I said amen. Okay. So why must you be a soul winner? You must be a soul winner because they cannot hear and they cannot be saved without a preacher. Hallelujah. People cannot, nobody can be saved without a preacher. Romans chapter 10 um, verse 12, what does it say? For there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Is that not it? Then verse 13. Listen to verse 13. Are you here? Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Isn't it? So you need to call upon the name of Jesus. You need to call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. Okay. Verse 14. It says that. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? What it means is that before you call on somebody, you must, you must have believed in the person. Anybody you don't believe in, you will not call. If, if they will call on Jesus to be saved, then they must believe in Jesus. They must believe in Jesus to call him, to call on him. Hallelujah. Because how, how do you call on somebody you, in whom you have not believed? Okay. So if anybody would have salvation, they must call on the Savior first. And if they must call on the Savior, then they must believe in the Savior to call on the Savior. Okay. How do they believe in the Savior? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? It means that you cannot call on anyone, you see, you cannot believe in anyone of whom you have not heard. Hearing about the person is what triggers faith in your heart in the person. Is that not it? Yes. It's when you hear about the person. Yesterday I went somewhere to for a certain service and as they were carrying out the service, I asked the young lady doing the service, I asked her are you born again? Are you born again? Then I just liked the question she asked me. I said, How could you make such a mistake? She asked me, What is born again? 
what is born again? Come and see me. Fire be what? What is born again? I, I couldn't believe it all. I couldn't believe it. A young lady, a young lady, I'm sure she would be in a, around 20, between 25, 26, 27. Are you born again? She said, what is born again? What is born again? I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe in Accra here. There's somebody here still don't know what is born again. Yeah. You can see there and assume that people have been hearing this preaching on the radio and all that. There are still people out there who don't know what it means to be born again. Yeah. I have to sit her down and I had to tell her about Jesus Christ. This is not somebody who doesn't go to church. Did you hear that? I said, this is not somebody who does not go to church. This is somebody who goes to church, attends church, gives monthly dues, so that when she's going to marry, eh, when she's going to marry, they will, they will give her the contribution she has made. And everybody else would do extra contribution and give her. Yes. And that was what her focus was on. I told her, I'm coming for you on Sunday. I'm bringing you to church. He said, well, this place, I don't want to live there. I said, why? He said, oh, I do monthly contribution. <laughs> monthly contribution. He said, ah, since when? He said, oh, I started since 2003. 2013. Yes. I've been doing, I said, how much? He said, 20 cities every, every month. <laughs> 20 cities every month. Then I said, how many are you? He said, we are 50. So, as we, as we do the contribution, you know, when it is time for me to marry, then all the 50 people, they will do 10 Ghana cities contribution each, each, and then, so 500, then they will add it to my end of the game. So, I, 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 have, I have to be there. I said, don't worry, I'll pay you all. Then I calculated, I calculated, 12, 12 times 6 is what? 12 times 6 is what? Huh? 72. 12 times, 12 times 6. Okay, so that's 6 years. Yeah, so 720 since 2013. You are looking forward to 720. Then plus 5, 500. It will be what? 1,220. Yes. I said, I will, I will run it up to you. 1,005. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and this is what this beautiful lady, this is what she was thinking about. Her mind is this. Her mind is not escaping hell. No. Her mind is on contribution. Yeah. For wedding. It's sad. As we are sitting here, it's very sad. My heart sank. Yeah. As I was leaving the place, I was bleeding inside. And I was asking myself, how many more ladies like this we have in town? And you will not bother. Can you imagine that I had gone and I had not bothered? I didn't bother to ask her, Are you born again? Can you imagine? I would have left that place. I led her to Christ. I made her say the sinner's prayer. And I said, I'm coming for you on Sunday. Yeah. Can you imagine? 
she had died today. What if she had died today? You see how useless it is. And you see how important your preaching is. Are you here? Yeah. I hope I haven't made you sad. You should be sad. I don't mind. Because it's very sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. They cannot call on him because they have not believed in him. And they cannot believe in him if they have not, if nobody has said anything about him. They can't believe. They cannot. As I was preaching, she'll be asking me questions. She'll be asking me questions. She will go and then come. And say, oh, please continue. I'm, I'm enjoying it. That's what I'm enjoying. Please, please continue. Yeah. And I was and I was preaching. I said, You have made a mistake. You don't know who you are asking to continue. Yes. Yeah. Hey. I talked. I preached. I I spoke for about one hour. Her to school to Baba and all that, so it's like the guy had free access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Access bank. <laughs> that what they said. Access bank. He had free access, and she she didn't, she, she was flowing. doesn't give her money because she's working and that um, but she has money goes with her friends to go and drink I said hey drink he said yes I said is he a Christian say yes so why does he go to church mention one of the charismatic churches in town I said hey trouble I said this is not good for you then she said that but I want to marry him <laughs> but I want to marry him hey <laughs> I don't want you to go into something that you will come out eventually. It's useless. Because this thing you will come out eventually. Yeah. It was a long discussion. Long discussion. Who is it that you are meeting that you have shut your mouth? This is your mouth and you are not talking to me. Yeah. Since Sunday, you have met people. 
which of, which of them did you bother to address? Yeah. As you went to work, you went to the bank, you went somewhere for service, you went to buy something somewhere, you went to Katamanton, you went to, you went to uh, uh, Akbogloshi, or you went to Mokola, or somewhere to buy something. And you had the chance, you met somebody serving or doing something, standing somewhere. And you could have opened your mouth and said the same thing. Are you born again? Do you know what it means to be born again? Because they cannot call on Jesus if they don't believe on him. They don't believe in him. And they can't believe in Jesus if nobody tells them about Jesus. They can't believe in him. They can't believe. can't believe in him. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How can they believe if they haven't heard? And you who will tell them you are quiet. You are quiet. This is the reason why you must be a soul winner. <laughs> yes. Because they need to hear. When they hear, they believe. Faith comes by hearing. As you minister the word, you tell them about Jesus. That he died on the cross for them. That we are all sinners. And the wages of sin is death. Death is separation from God. One day you perish in you perish in hellfire. But Jesus came to die for you. If you believe in Him, you'll be spared from this agonizing experience. So tell them. Then they can believe. Because you are not the one who converts anybody. Yeah. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, when He comes. He will, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. So the Holy Ghost will do the conversion. You get it? Yeah. But you have to do the speaking. When you speak, with the words you speak, the Holy Ghost would bring faith in their hearts. But if you don't speak, and you are quiet, and you talk to no one, how can they be saved? How can they, how can they be they believe you are you cannot call unless you believe and you cannot believe unless you hear yeah. how can they hear if you don't preach <laughs> how shall they hear without a preacher how when, when you have become a gentleman and a lady yes and you are suspecting everybody yeah. there are some ladies they it, they suspect everybody. Any man, they suspect every man. <laughs> yeah. So they talk to no one. You stop them, they won't bite, they will be rude to you. Amen. Yeah. But if you are like that, you can't minister to anybody. Yes. Yeah. And those who are like that, eh, those who are evil, and they call you because of ulterior motives and bad mind and bad things they want to do to you. You see, that is the more reason why you should open up and speak to them as they are telling you the nonsense. Then you counter the nonsense with the gospel. Counter the nonsense with the gospel. When they come and look at you, you say, look at how your hair, I've never seen anybody having as this hair. Your hair is as beautiful as whatever. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Wow, you look so nice, so beautiful. Uh, you look like a lady I've seen before. As they are saying, as they are saying all these foolish things, you have to rise up and and use the gospel to counter it. 
guys are standing and they have got, hey, stand, stand, and go. They say, what? <laughs> Charlie, I, I, I like your body. I like, I like, they say, oh, really? Do you know Jesus Christ? Do you know Jesus Christ? Are you born again? Do you know that one day you will die? And when you die, if you are not born again, you will perish in hell. Do you know that if you have a thousand ladies like me and sleep with us every day, one day you will die. One day you will die and at that place you will perish in hell, burn in hell fire. You have to give your life. Close your eyes, let me pray with you. You have to give your life to Jesus. <laughs> the next time when you are passing, next time when you are passing and they see you, they watch you twice. Yes. Yes, they look at you twice. Yeah. In fact, when they see that you are coming, they will, away bus. Yeah, away. Away. Don't keep your mouth shut. You get it? Don't. Don't. This season, this season, I beg you, you can't be quiet. Know that anywhere you stand, you are so winner. It must not only be on Saturdays or when your pastor or your shepherd has called you to go out. No, 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 no. As you are going to your office, you are, you are a soul winner there. As they sent you from your office to go and get something, to go and deliver something, to go and do something. Know that as you are going, a soul winner is moving, a soul winner. Setting for, setting for the unsaved. When you look at people, look at, look at them well. You look at people, you have to ask yourself, is this also going to heaven or is going to hell? Which one? Where is this one going? You must be concerned and open your mouth and speak. Because they cannot, they cannot believe, they cannot hear if there's no preacher. And they cannot believe if they have not heard. <laughs> Do you understand? And they cannot call on him if they have not believed. And they cannot be saved if they don't call on him. Can't. Are you here? Yes. Yes. Yesterday my day was fantastic. This lady made my day fantastic. (laughs) Wow. As I was leaving smiles all over her face. Smiles. Smiling. Smiling. I'm coming for you on Sunday. We go to church on Sunday. Yeah. I tell you, when I'm late for church, don't bother. Don't worry. One of you should preach. Because I'm going to grab her. Please, are you here? Are we going to be so winners? Are we going to be interested in the unsaved? You must be a soul winner because they can't be saved if they don't call upon him. And they cannot call upon him if they don't believe in him. And they can't believe in him if they have not heard of him. And they cannot hear of him if you do not preach to them. Hallelujah. Are you here? Or you have gone home? Okay. You must become a soul winner because the night comes when no one can work. You must be a soul winner because there's something we call night. Are you here? Yes. There's something we call night. 
you know i was those of you who came doing the i mean on sunday i was talking about the aunties did you give them the prayer topics to pray yes the aunties you see as we are moving and preaching Charlie, they are not evil people they are not evil but they can't <laughs> yeah they said the, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak they can't yeah. the, so tell the complaints I hear I get from them it's amazing wish <laughs> of my waist wish of is this one I'm working my knees I feel I feel
I am working the works of the one who sent me. While it is day, in other words, once I have opportunity, once I have energy, once there's time that I can do it, let me do it. Because a day would come that I may even desire to do it, but I would not be able to do it. Yes. Every life, it gets to a point that night falls on that life. That's why you must live with wisdom. Live with wisdom. <laughs> live with wisdom. I was talking to somebody. And I was telling them, look. Somebody was making money and then he thought that, look, this money, oh, Charlie, it will come all the time. So instead of making plans, he just, for just blew, it was just blowing time, blowing time, blowing time. Now it has gotten to a point that, Charlie, even what to eat is difficult for him. Why? Because this guy was didn't think deep. He did not know that in every life there is something called night. Night. There's night in every life. Every life. You can be the Pope. There is night in every life. So you have to live with wisdom and work while it is day, while the opportunity is there. Work. Work. Do what, do what you can do now. Now, now, now that you have the opportunity, now that you have a pastor who can tell you, let's go and win soul. Now you have a pastor who will declare Operation 615, Operation Triple A. Now that you have that, say, do it all because a time will come, it will not be there. Jesus said, I, I am working the works of Him who sent me while it is day, while it is now, because one day. I will not be able to do it. Yes. And it got to a point that he couldn't preach again. Yes. When they pounced on him in the garden of Gaza, well, who are you going to preach to? Who are you going to preach to? Some of these countries that today looks free, you can go there. If we don't enter those countries and preach, a day will come, we will not be able to enter. Yes. Either because of war, some sickness, or something. recently healing Jesus was going to um, DRC. Yeah. As they were going, then they hear Ebola has broken in their nose. No, we can't go. Ebola has stopped them. <laughs> Bishop said that he felt recently, in, if, if you listen to him in Uganda, eh, he said that God told him about, about one year, two months ago, that he should come go to these countries. He said he has delayed for one year, two months. And because he has delayed, he, he cannot enter into DRC. He cannot enter into Ethiopia. And he said that, can you imagine the souls who would have been saved if had responded earlier? <laughs> the time that there was no issue there, that was the time that is called day. It is day, day, day. Now the night has come. Ebola has brought night. <laughs> yeah. Election dispute in in Ethiopia has brought night. You can't enter. You can't enter. You are the souls out there. You can't enter. You can't enter. Where are you going to pass? You can't enter. You can't reach the lives of our people's children. And I say, no, we can't go. The night has come. At least for now. You understand? So now that we can move around on the streets of Teshi, and on the streets of Nungwa, on the streets of Osu and everywhere. Let us do it all because it is the day. It represents the day. We don't know 
know tomorrow? We don't know tomorrow. In the north, in the north, it got to a time that they said, everybody sleep at six or sleep at five. Curfew. Yeah. Curfew. <laughs> Tripoli. Tripoli. You can't preach. You can't. At night, no, you can't. You can't walk. The night has come. So church, now that it is day, eh, it is day. not necessarily that you are old, but the opportunity is there. You can walk to somebody. You, today, today you cannot walk in the streets of Switzerland and, and, and stop somebody and minister the gospel. They will arrest you. You cannot go and mount a stage somewhere and say, you are coming to have crusade. How much is your face? That's what it means. How much is your face? With him saying, with him saying, you can't do it. You can't do it. It's gone. They will arrest you. You, know, these are, they, you see, these places, they send missionaries to Africa. Everywhere as you drive, as you drive through Switzerland, you see church buildings. You see buildings with crosses on them. You see them littered around today. They are like atheists. Like atheists. It's amazing. <laughs> you ask a young man, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? Say, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. Nonsense. Who? I believe in what Jesus. I believe in myself. People are poor from Africa. That's why you, you are disturbed about this Jesus nonsense. Yeah, I believe in myself. Young boy, young boy. This is a place that missionaries came from. <laughs> Today the night is fully on the country. So if we don't do what we are supposed to do now, one day will regret it. One day will never be able to do it. Because in everything there is a night. Yes, in preaching there's a night. See, see the way I'm preaching? I'm preaching every week, every day. Very energetic and preaching. It won't be forever. And I, I'm not a fool. I know it. Yes. So now that I have the chance and the energy, it is my day. Yeah. And I must work. I must preach. Because one day night will come, they will say, Oh, come convention. Say, oh, 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 sorry. Sorry, I can come for 30 minutes. But yeah, I tell you. One day I was talking to the revenue student. He said, Oh, he said, These days is not like those days. That's what he said. He said, He said, These days is not like the old days. No, no. I can go, I can go for no, 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 no. Yeah, revenue student. He said, It's not the same. So now I have to take time. Yeah. Recently they had to carry him to the UK. He went there for like two months or six months. I have to think that can't move. Can't move. <laughs> Raven is to do fireman revivalist. Yeah. <laughs> Say no, no, no. So now he does not. How many do you see his posters around these days like he used to? Do you? Oh. Everybody 
day has night. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. I said you can be the Pope. There is night. There's a time that you will not be able to function as you could have functioned some time ago. So what does that tell you? It tells you that when you can function, eh, go full blast. Eh? Full blast. Knowing that one day you will not be able to do it. Yeah. You can say that there is time. Yes. You couldn't have done better. Did what you could. Because one day to come. Have you seen why you should be a soul winner? read a story. I can read a story? Okay. I want to read a story. I believe, I believe it's a beautiful story. Hallelujah. I should have circled the story. You must be a soul winner so that you can finish all the good works that God has prepared for you to accomplish. Okay? In, in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, it says that, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So there are good works that we are supposed to do. Okay? So we must the good work of so winning eh? that is why we have been left to be here okay so let me read this let me read this story for you is it notice the story of Jim who died on the operating table and was covered with a sheet 
he came back to life after eight minutes he was asked to return back to the earth to finish his work finish his work and and this this story tells me that god is particular is particular about the work he has given us and the fact that it is finished or it is not finished god is interested in it hallelujah so listen let me read the story then we'll be closing jim okay his name is jim usa traveled the world sharing his testimony and preaching in march 1994 god decided that it was decided it was his time and at the age of 54 he died in canada on his on his way home preaching on his way home from a preaching tour are you here are you listening do you want to hear my story or you want to go home okay so listen it was one of those operations they did whilst you are conscious so i was awake the whole time and everything seemed to go well they had just got to to the last maneuver when i suddenly felt a searing pain in the middle of my heart this pain went this pain ran across my shoulders and down my chest and side as i began to lose consciousness i could feel the doctors pounding on my chest jesus if it's my time to come home i am ready i thought i love you i was i was engulfed in complete peace with no fear of death as a dark shadow came around me i could hear voices from afar echoing like a tunnel we are losing him we are losing him losing him i opened my eyes and i was standing in a field surrounded by acres of green grass every blade glowed as if as if backlit by a tiny spotlight to my right stretched a dazzling span of vibrant flowers with colors i had never seen before above me the endless sky was a deep and pure blue the air around me was permeated with love I walked over a hill a short distance away then stopped beside the base of a large tree a light began to appear by the side a light began to appear beside the tree the blinding aura was too bright to look directly I squinted down towards the ground and then saw a pair of sandals begin to appear at the bottom of the edge of the light as my eyes moved upward i glimpsed the hem of a seamless white gown higher i could make out the form of a human body around his head shone an even brighter brilliance obscuring a direct view of his face even though i couldn't see clearly because of the dazzling splendor I knew immediately the identity of this man. I was standing in the presence of Jesus Christ. Jim, I love you. His voice washed over me. Indescribably gentle, tender and peaceful. But it was, but it was not time yet. 
you must then the voice you must go back you must go back for you have many works for me yet to do you must go back I stood in awe unable to utter a sound inside of me I was protesting that I would never go back I wanted to stay right there beside him almost with a hint of a, a tickle he spoke again Jim I love you but it's not time it's not your time yet then the brilliance surrounding him reached out and engulfed me immersing me in a sense of love and peace I don't know how long I stood transfixed and finally turned away and began walking over the hill. Then a blue mist of light began to come around me like a fog. It turned into a dark shadow and everything went black. Suddenly, I opened my eyes and realized I was lying on the operating table covered with a sheet. I didn't know until later that until later that I had been clinically dead for eight minutes. Everyone had left the operating room except for the main surgeon and one of his assistants. They were at the back of the room filling out a report on my death. After a few seconds, I sat up. The, the, the sheet slid down, down my lap and I saw two men at the far side of the room with their backs to me. Gentlemen, gentlemen I announced I'm ready to proceed if you are they turned and looked at me their faces white <laughs> their faces turned white get the rest of get the rest of them in quickly the surgeon finally said to his assistant they ran test they ran test after test on me early the next morning the surgeon came to my room and announced that he was releasing me from the hospital come back this evening at 8 30 to my office and we will go over all the results of your new test that evening i told my doctor what i had experienced during those eight minutes i had died on the operating table jim he said after i was done i am going to show you something you won't believe together we looked at the together we look at the new picture of my heart rather than being enlarged it was now the normal size hallelujah wow well so you can see the long and short of it is that when he went they said no you can't stay you have you have something to do here you have not finished this is the reason why we must continue the good work of sowing <laughs> because there's an assignment for us to finish here are you here hmm. okay i have another story i, I hope you like it must be a soul winner because let, maybe let's touch on the scripture and then I'll move to my last story and then we'll close. You like my stories? Okay. Psalm 67, 1 and 2. Psalm 67, 1 and 2. 
Listen to what he says. Psalm 67, 1 and 2. Be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Verse 2. That thy way may be, may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. So you see, the blessing that God places on a life. Give me another version. Let me see if it will spell out what I want to say. This NASB says that God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Seller, that your way may be known on the earth and your salvation among all nations. Okay, you have to upgrade your versions. I beg you. Okay. Yes, I'm giving you a few days. You should upgrade your versions to my original versions. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so that thy way may be known on, upon earth, thy saving, thy salvation among all nations. So, the, the blessing that God puts on lives eh, is, supposed to, is supposed to help us to get his, his salvation to be known everywhere. So when Christians get comfortable, they get blessed, they get good jobs, they are earning good incomes, they live in a, in a posh place, they drive, they drive cars and all that. All these things, they are supposed to lead you to do one thing, is to make his salvation known to all nations, or for that matter, all people. Hallelujah. Yes. Some of you, because you sit in an air-conditioned car, you roll up. You don't bother yourself with anybody. It's like you have become a big man, a big woman. You don't talk to anybody. When they see you, they are even afraid to come close to you. And you won't also approach. But the blessing that God places on your life, eh, it is to make his ways known. His ways must be known. <laughs> Lord, be merciful on us. Bless us. Let your face shine on us. Why? So that your ways will be known and your salvation to all nations among all nations. The blessings of God is supposed to ensure the dissemination of the, of the gospel, the good news. Yeah. It's not to just make us comfortable, live in a nice house and then we are feeling good and, and uh, 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 powerful and uh, uh, and just a one man in town. Yeah, everybody should look at me, become like me. No, that comfort, any little comfort you have, that little comfort is supposed to make you to make his salvation known among all people. All people. Oh, hallelujah. Are we going to do that? I said, Are we going to do that? Okay, let me read my last story. Okay, my last story. Very powerful. I have a number of them, but let me read this one. Very powerful. Hey. Some very powerful things that they said here. If I should just mention them in passing. Wow. You must be a sewing because John, John Keith. John Keith. Falk. Falconer, Falconer said, I have but one candle of life to burn 
I have one candle. <laughs> one candle of life to burn. Don't bother. One candle of light to burn. I have one candle to burn. Where will I burn this candle? One. If it finishes, it is finished. Candle is supposed to give light. Where, where must I burn this candle? He said, I have but one candle of life to burn. And I would rather burn it out in a land filled with darkness than a land flooded with light. Yes. When you have a candle, when you have light, you look for darkness. Don't, don't run to a place where there, where there are floodlights. That floodlight would even render insignificant or negligible your light. Go to a place where there's darkness and shine that light. Hallelujah. Yes, shine the light. The light of the gospel. He said, I'll go to places where there are unbelievers. I'll go to places where, they, where preachers will not go. I'll, I'll go to people that, that preachers are not interested in. I'll go to the poor. I'll go, I'll, 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 go to the, I'll go to the neglected towns. I would enter that place where there's darkness and I'll shine my light there. Doesn't make sense to be burning your one candle in, at a place where there are floodlights. Doesn't make sense. Look for darkness. Hallelujah. That's why as you are walking every day, look for who has darkness and then shine your light in that darkness. Who is carrying darkness? There are a lot of people walking in the city, but they are carrying darkness. They are walking under floodlight, but they are carrying darkness. Look for them and then your light shine the light in their lives. Gospel is the light. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life and the life was the light. The life of Jesus is the light. It's light. When you are sharing, you are sharing the life of Jesus. You are sharing the gospel. You are releasing light into any life that is that does not have Christ. Any life without Christ is experiencing darkness. So look for those lives. And then that one candle you have, let the candle shine in those lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we going to do that? Are we going to do that? Are we going to shine our light in darkness? Hudson Taylor said that. He was a missionary to China. He said, the great commission is not an option to be considered. It is a command to be obeyed. The great commission is not an option to be considered. Preaching the gospel is not an option to any believer. It is, it is an order. It is a commandment to be, to be obeyed. These are missionaries. Hudson Taylor. You want to hear more? Well, coming to my story. Jesus help me listen David Davidson oh very interesting I have two powerful points to say and then we'll close David Davidson listen to what David Davidson said you must be a soul winner because David Davidson said if I found a cure for cancer wouldn't it be inconceivable to hide it from the rest of mankind? Check the word inconceivable. Check it. He said that 
if I found the cure for cancer, do you know cancer? How many of you have heard of cancer before? Tell your neighbor, wake up. He's asking you a question. How many of you have heard of cancer before? Do you know the effect of cancer? Do you know the effect of cancer? Okay. Now, cancer has no cure. They have not found cure yet for cancer. Yeah. So, so, so when, 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 when you get one, it will take a miracle to come out. Otherwise, you know that your, your, your end is in view. And he's saying that, will it not, have you found inconceivable? He said, will, will, will it not be inconceivable? Inconceivable. Eh? If I find, if I find the, the cure for cancer and I keep it away from the rest of mankind, eh? it, inconceivable means what? Un, unthinkable. Out of the question. Unimaginable. <laughs> I like that one. Is it not unbelievable that you know the state, you know what cancer is, you know how deadly it is, you know what it has been causing to the human race. If you have found a cure, is it not sensible that you bring the cure so that many people who are dying of cancer would be helped? How can you give such a cure to yourself? It's inconceivable, unbelievable that you do such a thing. And no man would ever try to do that. Then he says that. He says this. Are you here? Then he says that. How much more inconceivable to keep silent the cure from eternal witness of death. If it will be inconceivable eh, to keep the cure for cancer. <laughs> from people who are dying from cancer and if you cure them by all means one day they will die yeah, even if you cure them one day they will die so if it will be unthinkable to keep the cure for cancer from them in other words nobody would ever want to try to keep the cure for cancer or for HIV from anyone they say how much more how much more? Because hellfire is forever. So if you have cure for hellfire, how can you be quiet? How can you be quiet? How can you be quiet? How can you be too busy? How? How can you be too busy? No wonder the Bible says that if you refuse to tell the, 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 the sinner of his, you, you refuse to warn him I will, deny, I, will, I will demand, I will require his blood from your hands. You have the cure for eternal wages. Eternal. You have the cure to deliver somebody from perishing forever. And you keep it. You are bold to be quiet and not tell the person. <laughs> Imagine that you won't tell the person, judgment will come upon you. Judgment will come upon you. You remember the three lepers eh? at the entrance of Samaria? Yes, 
and they went when they went the enemies had, had, they had run away and they saw food and clothing meanwhile there was famine in the land they went to one tent they collected the goose they went to hide them they went to another one then one of them stopped and said that Charlie he said that then they said one to another we are not doing right this is a day of good news but we are keeping silent it is the day of good news yeah second kings chapter 7 7 to 9 i'm reading verse 9 he said this is the day of good news but we are keeping silent if we wait until morning light punishment will overtake us now therefore come let us go and tell the king's household King James says that mischief will come upon us. Yeah. When we have the cure and we keep the cure to ourselves. Yeah. People can kill you. Yeah. If you like, let them know that somebody knew the cure for cancer and the person had kept it and people are dying. They will see you as a beast. Yeah. What, what other words word I can I use? They will see you as yeah, as what? As something. You are a beast and wicked is a very polite way of saying it. That's how you see you. So you can imagine that you have the cure, not for cancer. Something that is superior to cancer. And you have kept it. And you are not going out. You are not talking to people. Can you imagine that this lady that came, I went to do my service and then I met her. If I had shut my mouth, hell and die and perish forever I had the cure I had to deliver the cure by opening my mouth to say it if I hadn't said it and I'd assumed oh she's in a crowd I'm sure everybody must have heard the gospel she asked me she asked I asked her are you born again she asked me please what is born again she asked in 21st century a crowd what is born again I said, shut up your mouth how how hmm. okay Dave Davidson said that okay in our lifetime wouldn't it be sad if we spent more time washing dishes swatting flies Mowing the, mowing the yard or watching television than praying for world mission. Would it not be sad? <laughs> yes. Would it not be sad? All that we are, our lives are full with activities that is earthly based, has no eternal value. Meanwhile, we are eternal beings and we will never concentrate on anything eternal. He said, would it, not, would it not be sad? Then to my last story. You want to hear my last story? My last story is that you must be, you must be a soul winner because God does not want anyone to perish in hell. He doesn't want anyone to perish in hell. Nobody. 
Inspiration. That's my last story. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the last story. I, I won't read everything because our time is up. I'll just paraphrase it and then tell you. Okay. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9 says that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as a man counts slackness, but is long-suffering to, to us what? Not willing that any should perish. You must be a soul winner because it is the will of God that none will perish. Eh? So as you are going about winning souls, know that you are doing the, you are doing you are carrying out the will of God, something that God wills. Eh? Not willing that any should perish the one you'll be speaking to. Then John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. He doesn't want anyone to perish but have eternal life. That is why you must preach. Then this guy, Reverend Ronnie Reagan, eh, Reverend Ronnie Reagan and his experience of seeing his brothers burning in hell is a frightening reminder of how unsafe people are perishing in hell. One day he was he was walking with his son, going to buy something from something somewhere. As he was going, see, it was a guy he was going, he was going. He was moving, and it was a small entrance. It was a small entrance, and there's only one person who can go at a time. But he saw that somebody was coming. And to him, the person should have should have waited for him to for him to enter before he comes. But the guy was also coming, and it was like, I would not, I will not back down for this guy. You see, so he was walking, going. Then the guy was also coming. So when they crashed at the entrance, eh, he held the guy's head and threw him. Yeah, he threw the guy into into cases and bottles in cases by the side and the guy went and fell in the midst of the bottles and the best and the guy said really then he took one of the bottles broken bottles and came to this reverend Reagan he wasn't the reverend it was Reagan Ron, Ron something Reagan then he came and he was then he was all standing there trying to block the blow from coming then one of the blows that came he used his hand to block it and the broken bottle slashed them then he mustered courage and he hit the guy again and the guy went and fell in the midst of the broken bottles 